Hello and welcome to the Top Red Podcast with me, Dave. Joining me today is Blaine and Shane. How's it going? Amazing. How's it going for you, Dave? Amazing. All right, I've just had my chicken nuggets. I'm ready and ready to go. Bit of red sauce. Nom, nom, nom. How's it going, Shane? Good now. Did you have some spaghetti hoops as well? Yeah, yeah. Alphabetty spaghetti, though. What I will mm. say is spaghetti hoops are of, of the variants of spaghetti you can have the worst uh, by a long way. No. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No, no. Spaghetti so we're, we're not even a minute in and Blaine is like hijacking the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> The food, the food, like food discourse, like he's got his power biggest game of the season. Here comes Blaine with his fucking spaghetti discourse. Do you do you have um? Do you two like chip boys? By the way, just to... yeah, got to be from the chippy though. Can't like have McCain oven chips on a buffy. Chip, yeah, you, yeah, chip buddy's not a thing here. Is chip it not? Wow, okay. Bit like... of butter. Well, Buffy has maybe it's hardly a fucking Cork thing, but I've seen it in Cork, and I'm like, what is this fucking Brit nonsense that we even put? It's a fucking Rasher sandwich. But uh, yeah, the bacon butty. Yeah, there's somewhere in Cork that sells it, but I, I think that's snuck over here. But no, it's Rasher sandwich, boys. A Rasher sandwich? That is just wrong on so many levels, isn't it? Really? Yeah, because 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 I don't know if you have because like bacon, like the fucking Yanks, it's like the fatty, streaky shit. But like Rasher's is like. It's got the streak of fat, but it's it's got you'll you'll wait for a plane. It's got loads of protein. You know, it has actual <laughs> yeah, meat. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like mainly meat. I don't know if that's what you mean by bacon and a bacon buddy, or are you streaky fucking? I like yeah. anybody really. Not to well, right. We'll go back to football. Though. Okay, I, I I think we should um, move on. Um, yeah, that's a so... icebreaker, you know. <laughs> This is the game before. This is the game before. This is the pod. Look, you've completely thrown me off here, Blaine. <laughs> Fucking hell. This is the pod before Liverpool's trip to Manchester City. This um, Fortunately for me, I'm probably going to miss it. Um, you mean not travel or you're not going to see it at all? I'm not going to see it at all. Oh jeez, bombshell! What the what the fuck is going on here? I am kind of content with. Um, well, I'm I'm going to Paris on Friday, so. Oh, oh well. I'll, they have uh, they have televisions in France, Dave. They do apparently. They do. However, it's me five year anniversary, and I don't really want to be in a shit mood for. But, yeah. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it our five year anniversary? "Quote unquote" of the pod. You're playing with the hour. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> but, nice segue, Blake. Because yeah, I, I said it earlier. It's uh, 2019. Jesus Christ, that's nearly five years ago. But yeah, it was uh, Josh and yourself and myself, Dave. Uh, and it was previewing a city game. So I always think of that because. I guess because that was like a, a seismic fucking fixture and we came at the wrong end of it to prove it. And this is maybe not as seismic just because it's still November and that, but it is to go top of the table. 
Um, so, yeah, happy early anniversary to us, I guess. And, and, to, you, and to you and Amy, of course, Dave. Thank you very much. But unless, well, my anniversary will be a bit less controversial, hopefully, as a result of me not watching the match. Um, but there has been a bit of controversy going into this game with the City obviously pulling quite a few players out of internationals because of, I mean, what can be best described as niggling injuries. I don't even think, I think that's underselling it, to be fair, or overselling it. Um, so I think they have Rodri and Edison pull out of international duty. So the only um, South American they should have coming back, as far as I'm aware, should be Julian Alvarez, which kind of pales in comparison to us having to bring back Darwin, uh, Diaz, Allison, and McAllister. So does that? I mean, not. I, I don't think we'll necessarily go into this game full of confidence anyway with it being at the Etihad but does that kind of diminish any confidence that you had or are you still kind of confident in some way uh, on a general confidence thing was it you asked in the chat the other day Blaine like was it 1 to 10 or something and yeah uh, yeah I actually said I, I don't know why I'm just kind of 7 or 8 I think it was because we got the I think mine was mainly because we got the the injury boost and I'm still so like even though we've only seen three full league games of it, of Jones starting, but like the team looking kind of near flawless. Uh, it's like Jones is fifth, Grav is fifth, maybe to like counteract the, the South American fatigue, travel and all that. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm actually, uh, as I hope the kills it, I'm kind of getting up for it a little bit. I'm looking forward to it. And then it's just going to be, it's just going to be all the more dread kind of once the game's about to start and then when it does start and it's playing City away, it's like, oh, this is the worst. This is, <laughs> this is horrible, you know? Uh, so, yeah, no, seven or eight to keep it to keep it brief. That's out of ten. That's like my confidence, if you want to call it. The confidence that we can compete. We fuck knows what the result will be, but... I mean, for context, um, after the last international break, um, we started with probably what we'll start with at Jota down the middle, now whether or not Jota starts again, which is actually a, a pretty decent possibility, or Nunez is down the middle. But um, is Jones back? Has anybody heard anything on Jones? I, I, it just that they were all fit. I, I guess oh, we'll, so, we'll so, find so Jones is looking fifth. Yeah, so yeah. The, the Everton game, I, th I think we looked fairly solid in. There didn't seem to be any kind of fatigue. Um, the, the the one that you pick out is McAllister. Obviously, Shane would pick McAllister out of the lineup anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, the short um, one. The short one. <laughs> but what, what would you go for in midfield? I'll go with you, Blaine. What what would you go for in midfield? Given obviously people think that we are susceptible. Um, Jones, McAllister, and Sabozlai myself. So would you go I'll with McAllister in the six? Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. That that seemed very certain. Yeah, um, it, it, it is. It that. is the strongest we can go that we like because the midfield. Is still a work in progress, isn't it? So, like, just what, like, and we've had so many combinations in, in defense as well this season, but, and we can actually, there's actually kind of a, a there's arguably a, a, 
selection dilemma in the back four as well. But um, yeah, I would. I, I despite my all my caveats around McAllister and six, even when Jones plays and the midfield is functioning well, I still have my concerns, especially in this game of all games. But like, yeah, what like what else can you reasonably pick? Are you gonna descend, Dave, or no? I, I think I'd go with it. Um, one bright side is they are we we obviously aren't facing that threat of De Bruyne with them runs that he goes on. Yeah, he would just you could you could see him in your mind's eye now, just like running past McAllister yeah, yeah. and like so yeah. And you obviously haven't got the threat of Gundogan off the ball making them runs. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, you've still got midfield as that a capable as even that Bernardo Silva. Um, it's probably yeah. the main one, but. Uh, you can probably count yourself lucky that you're going to the air. And plus, I mean, Kevin De Bruyne has terrorised Liverpool for, for, for what feels like his entire time at Manchester City. Um, Do you think so? I, un, unless that's just me. Okay, maybe at maybe at the Etihad. Yeah, I, I would say at the Etihad. Um, I mean, he's had some of the, he's had some of the worst games I've ever seen him have. Oh, yeah, he's had one. Uh, yeah. No, mainly at Anfield, but also just some games where, uh, for someone so creative and so dangerous, that, like the games passed him by. Um, probably more early Klopp era, you know, as as time's gone on, Pep's figured out Klopp and Liverpool more and more, and they've become a worse and worse matchup for he's, us. But I'd say he's never been my main worry of the city team. It's always been it was Sani early on. And I always worry about Foden. Um, yeah, Foden. The Milner at Anfield game will, oh. will never be forgotten. Yeah, we could be coming up against Foden and Doku this weekend. I don't um, think he'll play Doku. Do you not think? I See, I didn't think he'd play him against was Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea or United. One of them, I, I think it was Chelsea. I didn't think he'd play him away at Stamford Bridge, and he did. But, he didn't play in Old Trafford, though, did he? I'm not too sure, but they, they were like what we're probably frightened of our midfield looking like. Their midfield looked like against Chelsea, um, which I think Sobersly is obviously capable of doing that job of what we were saying about De Bruyne with those kind of penetrating runs. I think Gravenberg could as well. Now, I think that might be a bit of a selection dilemma. I don't think he'll go with Gravenberch in this game. I think he'll go with Jones with it being away, but I think he could be an option off the bench. And it also depends on how fit Jones is as well. Um, the the main one I think Josh brought up last week, wasn't it? Which me and Blaine were kind of aghast by. was He, he initially said Gomez at centre-half and then changed it to Gomez at right-back. So obviously you went on the episode chain, so was, but what are you thinking about Trent's place in the team? Um, yeah, Josh. <laughs> Josh came out strong, and you, you talked him down a little bit. Um, wait, did, did didn't Josh say like he would drop Trent but start Gomez, or that must have been the compromise he made that he eventually moved Gomez right back and dropped Trent? Yeah, um, that, that, that was that was the compromise he made. <laughs> he started with him at centre off. Yeah, well, it wasn't because Gomez started left back at Luton, and it was just like. And it was just like the wrong, completely wrong game for it. Uh, and then he didn't do it against Brentford. And Simigas gets two nice assists against Brentford. Uh, but, and you know, I've been kind of 
well up for Simicast. This would be one game I think I'd be okay with Gomez left back. Um, or maybe... I, I won't say you can't drop Trent, and I still think you can't. Um, I don't think you can. Yeah, I just just too much quality. Like, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think it's. I think we're just especially vice captain as well. That's why it's another reason I'm not a massive fan of him getting the vice captain. It makes him feel a bit more undroppable when I don't think his form, even with all the quality, like his output has, has dropped a bit. We won't get into another. Trent role. If he was even just playing as a nominal right back, I, I don't think he is undroppable on his form. Um, I think Gomez has, has shown enough this season. and like, you, you can select Gomez right back and Simic as a left back, and I won't be annoyed, but it would it's a big, it, it's a still a story if Trent isn't certain, and I just don't see Klopp doing that. I think he's not a reason he's all in on Trent, so keeping my feet in reality, uh, I'd say Trent right back and Gomez left back assuming he'd be coming up against uh Foden. Silva or Foden someone on the left could could come up against Doku you don't know where like there might our our team is, is probably one of the hardest team predictions for us because there's there's selection dilemmas kind of all over the pitch for different reasons but um yeah you, I suppose you can't try and plan too much for what city you're going to do either because they've so many options and so you just kind of try and pick what you think is going to work best in all situations. Um, I'm not too fussed, actually, whatever the back four is, just so long as it's one of... I, I, I Kanate, I think, surely we all agree on Kanate starting just for Haaland, or...? I'd start Kanate, personally. Um, I do think there's a bit of a selection dilemma in the lesser games, because I really like what I saw from Matip against... Um, yeah, if he starts, it's fine. If he starts, it's fine as well. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I'm okay with any back four combo. It's the midfield. I'm more. This is what I want to see from the midfield. But the back four, weirdly, I think you can give me one of like loads of different combinations, and I'll I'll kind of live with it. There's two for me. I think if Trent, I would definitely start no matter what. I'd be, I'd be annoyed if he didn't start him, and I'd be annoyed yeah. if he didn't start you. But other than that, I've got no real. Um, Problems with Nunes, yeah. I think it's Nunes for me is I just want them to stay fit. That's fine. This isn't the game. This is not the game to not have him in. I don't think. I think if you look look at the games coming up, there's plenty of ways to rest him and and let him have a bit of time off. Yeah, I think the problem is obviously that he's. I'm just going to have a quick look now. I'm going there as well to see when exactly is he playing. So they play Bolivia tonight at half eleven. Our time. Oh yeah, geez, he should be well ready to go then, shouldn't he? So yeah, he, he should be fine to go. So it, it looks a bit similar. The last international break, the one before the Everton game, they obviously had that extra day or so to recover, and I, I, we saw with McAllister in that game, it he, he looked a completely different player to the player that came back from the international break before that. Uh was it the Wolves game? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he, he, uh, that makes me feel a, a bit better about starting Nunez. I mean I would start yeah. Nunez in an ideal world. Uh yeah, Diaz, Diaz plays Paraguay well. tonight. And yeah. uh Allison is tomorrow well, tonight. Oh, it's he's a goalkeeper. He's a goal. He's, yeah. Like he's a goalkeeper as well. So just not, and he's and he's the goalkeeper. So 
Um, yeah, a Brazilian fans were going crazy for him because apparently he was the one that kept the, the score down against Colombia. I mean, no, I'd play as a better. Oh, go on, uh, Oh, no, just, it was just on the Brazilian goalkeeper. I was going to say, do you think Ederson would actually be that much of a loss because your man Ortega is, he seems decent? I mean, we I think he's still the ball. Yeah. It, as we've seen with Raya, it's not just that, it's the. It's the save and the ball, but <laughs> that's the problem. But that's Anderson, that's Anderson's biggest weakness as well. Uh, yeah. He's, Wait, I think he's, he's actually out a lot more of them sort of saves than you think, really. He, he made a great one at Anfield against Salah yeah, last yeah. season, didn't he? Yeah. The one on one. Yeah. He does he pull some upset saves out, doesn't he? But yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but then he'll have a he'll he'll have a goal where like someone just passes it into the far corner and he's like for some reason not stood in the middle of his goal. Well, like the Chelsea one the other day, wasn't it? It was hit, Which one? The... Hit down his throat, and he should palm it out to Jackson. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always think of the son in the Champions League one. Do you know, his son on his left foot. Right, no, was it? Or it might have been in the league, but it's just like son at, at the end he had on his left foot, and like Ederson is just inexplicably like not in the middle of the goal, <laughs> and like son just like, one? in the center of the goal. Lamella scored against him in the league. That like, he would just like, yeah, just, he didn't yeah, expect yeah, to shoot, like... and he just doesn't move. <laughs> That might, be the one, that might be the one I'm thinking of. It was probably Lamella on his left foot, but going through like the middle of the pitch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Very Callahan-esque. I mean, if Rodri's yeah, not playing, if if, if Rodri, he it's will. almost certainly a fucking let's spoof. But even, Let's not even debate it because he's playing. Yeah, Rodri's playing. Rodri's getting injections of horse placenta this entire two-week <laughs> break. Like, yeah, he is. He, he is absolutely yeah. playing. I'm not even entertaining the notion yeah, that he I'm might. Not, I'm not even going into that argument either. Well, Haaland was the other one. Haaland was. He's like, playing everyone was clickbaiting. I know he's playing. But everyone was. Everyone was clickbaiting it. I'm not clickbaiting. People are already here and listening. Uh, but he he had a knock, didn't he? But he still finished the game. Yeah, They're apparently he was crying, and then he finished the game. <laughs> so. Yeah, that there's. I'd be crying just... if I had coming up against me soon. Big Joel. He's crying because he's not going to the Euros. The stupid bastard. Yeah, that, that Norway thing. Said the Irishman. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Irish lads on my timeline being gutted that Ogbeni is getting injured, mate. So. I think, he's uh, our best player. He's, he's, <laughs> he's our best player. He, he genuinely is. I know we've got Evan Ferguson, but like Ogbené is like the spark, and that's why I wasn't surprised that he tore Trent a fucking new one. But I, uh, I, you, you know, I, I was thinking to myself after because I, 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 I saw that on my timeline, people being ghosted the most and being injured, and then I thought to myself, this is the same nation that produced Robbie Keane, Roy Keane, Damien Duff, uh, hey, Given. Don't, 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 don't start. <laughs> Like yeah, actually look at our thousand two World Cup squad. This, this is fine. This is international break, cold over chat. Uh, like like we'd Steve like we had to we had to we it was a time where we had to pick between Steve Finnan and Stephen Carr and Gary Kelly. That was just the right back. We were like fucking England with our right backs, do you know? <laughs> Blaine, Blaine doesn't know who any of these players are. No, like, like, it would be nice for you. It would be nice for you. And that did not sound that impressive. I know it was supposed to, <laughs> but it didn't sound like. We had options. We actually still have. Up until recently, we had Seamus Coleman and Mark Doherty to, and we somehow managed to play them both in the wrong positions. But 
Yeah, like Seamus, for a while it was our only two good players are our right backs, Coleman, and then it was like, oh, we've got these two brilliant keepers. Like we're like Slovenia, you know, with Handanovic and Oblak, <laughs> like Keller and Mizuno. That was like a couple of years ago, and that was like, oh fuck, now the keepers a problem as well. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, Ferguson can't stay fit. <laughs> no, uh, just no. Let's let's not. We'll we'll, we'll save. How Doherty looks good. Is it? Uh, sorry, I know Irish people get really arsey about how to pronounce that. How do you pronounce Doherty? Doherty? For Liverpool? Yeah. Doherty, there's no... Doherty. There's, okay. well, the, 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 here's the mad thing about how English people pronounce it, is that when Doherty. you spell it in Irish, there is a C-H. That's the mindfuck. But over here, it's just Doherty. You, you say it as you see it. There's no hidden Doherty. C. He's not Scottish or anything like that. But actually, when you spell it in Irish, there is a C. So, so come don't ask me how that happens. But yeah, it, it drives us fucking mad. It's nails on a chalkboard when commentators say Doherty. So don't okay. do it. But he, he genuinely looks quite good. Not not Benzo, but like he looks good. We'll take him. We will. He'll be. He'll be. He'll be starting. Before oh, he's absolutely before getting capped before he's twenty-one. <laughs> like I know that's a fact. Lastly, here 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 it is. Do you want to know who up until now was a weirdly effective borderline star player for Ireland's team? Jeff Hendrick. No, we've moved Oof. on from Jeff Hendrick. He used to be our creative spark. Uh, it's uh, James McLean. <laughs> Still, like that's a, up, even up until recently because he's James McLean and he's always full of hard running and he can cross the ball. But like, yeah, him. Wrexham though. Callum Robinson was our was C or seven. You know, he was our Callum Robinson was like our top scorer for like a couple of years as well. <laughs> Who is that? I don't even know who that man is. What happened to my goal? for West Brom. He scored a drummer West Brom beat Chelsea five one that time. Weirdly, under Tucker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right, enough Ireland oh, chat. Fucking that is a, a dire selection of footballs that just. I, 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 to be fair, I like my goldrick. Now he's no, not come on. Oh yeah, goldrick was great. Jesus. Yeah, he was. Uh... He was like he, he was like he, he reminded me a bit of like you know like a Lee Trundle where they're just super skillful but not that athletic. Mm, I wouldn't go that far. He was kind of, he was like our Giroud without the goals. Oh, you know, come he, was, on. He, he was a really good target man and he brought people to play really well. He's a target man. When, when I saw him, he was like really good with his feet. Obviously, you've seen more of him than I have, but he looked really good with his, like, his feet. So. No, he was good with his feet. No, but I mean, like, just as, as a focal point, he was great at bringing others oh, to right. play. Maybe, maybe Peter Crouch is a better one, you know, not actually that good with his head, but good with his feet, but. Yeah, this is this is going off the rails quick, lads. Who's your favourite player for a Brighton team? Mine is uh Yeah, Jeff Hendrick were alright, wasn't he? Mine Jeff Hendrick. Flame Uh you guys are too young to remember Robert Earnshaw. I'm not. And his machine gun celebration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember Robert Earnshaw. He played for Derby in that shit season. Again, from all team, it's just all West Broms and Sheffield United. It is like EFL, borderline relegation for the heritage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne Hennessy and them go. It's very fun. David Healy. <laughs> um, right, anyway. Or SPL players. I, I don't know. SPL or like on the cusp of EFL. The guy who was like SPL player of the year and he's like struggling to get a team of the team. I'll laugh at him. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to City anyway. 
Um, so this is this is the first time in a while that this has been like a genuine kind of title. I don't think it's a title to find the game. It's too early for that in the book. It could have a fairly even if it's Arsenal that go on and win it. Like this could have fairly grave consequences for whoever loses. So there is quite a bit on the line. Um, it's like that thing you can't win the title, but like if they if they win as they're probably heavily favoured to do, I feel like oh yeah, see you later, Liverpool. You know, maybe maybe next year. Even though like we'd be what four points off them, and we've shown we can hoover up points against weaker teams, not as well as we used to, but like there's still quite a high ceiling floor on this team, but like. Yeah, I uh, disagree. To be honest, I don't. No, think but it, it does that. feel like that. Anyway, you do get that kind I of feeling. I really don't think it does. I think if we win, it doesn't change me to a believer from a non-believer. No, uh, but from their stop. perspective, will you, will you stop, Lane? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. The, the thing is, you, it's November. I get. I keep saying this, but it's November. If you if you win this game, you've got to every to win the league. You got to back up every result with an result. You can't. It pushes no one any further to a league title this game at the weekend. Oh, it does. It doesn't. Imagine what it'll do to the to the fact. Like I'm saying, because I know I'll be fucking giddy if we beat them. Like imagine the buzz. Because I was asking you as well, Dave, before what were the fans like at Anfield? Like, and it's kind of a quiet optimism. It's not going to say quiet optimism if they if they bring back a win. Like, is it? But Arsenal beat them. Yeah, but Arsenal got Arsenal was stuffy at the Emirates. Right, so if we get stuff you on nil and here, you're gonna you're if, like, if you get stuff on nil and here, we're gonna be on the pod next week, and Shane's gonna be popping champagne. No, but the the, the, the difference is though, if, if right we get a win, they've got to come to Anfield. That's yeah. the difference. They've still got to, um, Arsenal yeah. still got to go to the Etihad. Like, For me, it doesn't. It, 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 yeah, it's well, no, it's the thing of it's the hardest game of the whole season. No one, unless we draw them in Europe, you know, there isn't going to be a harder game. All season, you know, not even if we got, yeah, we can't even play Real Madrid this season unless they drop into the Europa. Do you know, like, there's not going to be a harder game all season. So if you take, like, you know, like expected points, like, which is kind of a nonsense thing anyway, but this is the lowest expected points you're going to have. Like, and if you take three points from that, now, and you're right, Blaine, because you have to go back it up. We could easily fucking draw to whoever the fuck we're playing next week, but it's just the thing, like, if you take three points from that, like, you're because you still have me to shoot for 80, 90 anyway, but it's like three points you weren't expecting to to get at all. It's not like in a relegation thing where if you get three points you weren't expecting, that's massive because your your tally is so low anyway. But to deny them and three for them to not win, and I, I'm kind of thinking like how excited everyone will get. Maybe they'll get too excited. I don't know, but like. I don't see how you can say, oh, we're still not title challengers. Like, you are just, like, being... I'm not, I'm not saying we're not title challengers if we win. I'm just saying it doesn't change my outlook. It doesn't... I don't suddenly think... Which is oh, that we're not title challengers. Which is that we're not title challengers. That's your outlook, though. Yeah, so my outlook does not change if we win, is what I'm saying. Because I still think we've got to go and back it up. If we back it up until a point of February, March, then that's a different story. But I'm not convinced as of yet. Remember when Arsenal was seven points clear last season? Mm-hmm. Or was it eight? I think it was eight. But City when? started the game and end. So that brought it down oh. to five. And then on top of that, Arsenal started to go to the Etihad. Like, that that game at the Etihad, you've got to assume that they are making three points up on you. 
Now, if you flip it, um, we are in contention for the title come, I think we play them, is it March, April time? And then you've got to come to Anfield. It's it's a it's a completely different yeah. scenario. So that that's why this game matters so much. Actually, we, why... early, we, we play them early March. So it's actually... Oh, so it's not too bad. In terms yeah, we've won like, two... Engine. Seven. They're not even in our last 10 games. When we play them, they'll still, we'll be on 28 games. We play Arsenal. So... Like, there's a quick turnaround with Arsenal as well. Yeah. yeah. For some reason. I don't, I don't know how that's worked out. But but that's, that's why I think <laughs> this game's so important. Because... If you're three points clear of City and they're behind you, but you've got to go to the Etihad, you are not three points ahead of them. You are zero. You're level. And that's how I treated Arsenal last season, and that's how I treated it. We were in the same circumstance. So, yeah, that's why... Here's what I want to say, because if they're playing once to go back and say, because I I was about to say to Blaine, you know, uh, if we got 12 points from the last stretch of four games, Blaine was going to say retirement challenges. Maybe he wouldn't have meant it, but he was going to say it. He was going to agree to it. And then we oh. dropped the two points that were probably the two worst that you could drop, even though you know, Luton aren't as bad as like, you would think, but still, bad two points to drop. Blaine can say, oh, well, it's actually, it's not just because it's two points, it's because of those two points that we have that in us. Um, which even our best side did, you know, like we dropped two points at Brentford um, yeah. when they had just come up. Yeah, but the thing is, I think with, I'd be a lot more like asking what about this game if it was 2018 to 20. 22 Liverpool, who I was sure of in 95% of games, I knew what we're getting. Um, I'm not at that stage of the Liverpool team yet, to the point where I think this for me is a free hit. I'm not having it as a, a title um, in any I, way. I, is, I can get on that with that. I think it is a free hit as well, but I'm just saying. If it's a free hit, then it can't also be a, a, as important as you say it is, I don't think. Well, it can, not, because not as we're, we're up there, so. It is by default. Well, that's like saying if Tottenham play City in a few weeks and when it's as important for them. Yep, yeah, that's that's completely different circumstances, though. Isn't it? it would have Tottenham been before their squad imploded. It would yeah, have been before yeah. they had a complete meltdown. But it but legitimately would have been. But yeah, but like as because they would have been like Arsenal last season, then wouldn't they kind of run away train? Like when are they dropping points, kind of thing? But. Um, but I, I guess that goes to show as well because it has literally only been two league games for Spurs. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we, yeah. we draw to Sheffield United and Palace back to back after beating City. Then we are back in the same boat. Does that make sense? That's fair. But also, like, I don't see how he can say we're not title challengers if we win this. Like you're, you're right. That you're right. It's not a free. It can't be a free hit in the title side. I don't think we are saying the title side at all. Dave is kind of getting into like long-term permutations, but like we could so easily drop points because this team we they haven't earned our full trust the way that the great team of years gone by did. If we go there and and compete to a stage where whatever we we get as a result, if we go there and it's like the two-one we got beat in January of 2019, or a two-two. Um, that we had in the title race uh, a few seasons ago. Well, even if with the second team was still resilient and staying there, then I'd take a lot more from that than just a, a fluky. Like the way Chelsea won at Tottenham a, a week ago or whatever. I'm not saying I wouldn't oh, say that. That'd be fucking great. Oh, my God. Well, if, if John Stone's hamstring exploded and Rodri's gone for four more games. Uh, yeah, I like, <laughs> I'll take that blame. Steal. <laughs> To be fair, Stuart Atwell's on VAR. 
which was the referee of that game. Um, he's a cheater. For whatever reason, he's he's been given the biggest game of the season so far, which is bonkers. Blaine, do you remember um, what I said to you? Was it earlier today on Twitter? Talking about refs. What did I say? Um, what did you say? Yeah, I think you agreed with me. I said to not to talk about them. Yeah, I said anyone. I said there should be a, a twenty. There should be a blackout period the last twenty four seven, and anyone that breaches it is sentenced to get a life. I don't no, think uh, people people are reacting about Chris Kavanagh getting given the game. I'm not asked about that. Like I, I just think a, a lot of people do just have problems with every single referee. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think it's the ref. You shouldn't announce it before that's just the ref when you get there. And if it's that one, everyone's gonna say, Oh, I hate that one, no matter who. It uh, yeah, it, I don't yeah, it is a bit unnecessary announcing them like two weeks beforehand because why? <laughs> What's yeah, it should be with the it should be with the lineup, shouldn't it? It's like a mystery ref. Yeah, yeah. I I don't see why that couldn't be the case because it, it to, to me the only benefit of it is like gambling wise. Um, obviously. Yeah, probably. Oh, they're more card happy or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that's it. So, that and, actually and probably is the reason, isn't it? Because there's no other. What is the benefit otherwise? Well, yeah. I, don't I think know they probably have to for some reason, don't they? Have to say. I don't know why, but... I think the first time you see that referee is when you've got a match day programme and your dad turns around to a few yeah. and goes, who's this referee? And then you've got to check <laughs> who the referee is. Yeah, it's... Uh, I think it's the classic used to happen in the... Um, it used to happen in the Champions League. Where's this referee from? <laughs> You have, to, you have to check. But you, but you, you grew, you grew to know the referees, didn't you? Even if you hadn't a clue what their name was, like maybe, oh, Lahore, because yeah. Lahore's is so ridiculous, everyone grew to know his name. But like in general, you recognise the refs, but you didn't know their name. You probably didn't even know what country they were from. But you just like you knew what they were like. Well, they all kind of seem the same, honestly. They're so fucking, yeah, country. But uh, yeah, refs. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're not we're not getting into ref chat. No. Um. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw people kicking off about Chris Kavanagh getting our game, which was just, what, why? Like, what? People yeah. like to moan, don't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, why are the fact he's from Manchester, Manchester for example. Great Manchester. Man, you must be like a wrestler from Great Manchester. Why the hell? My God, is, is, go is, visit, visit the place and you'll, you'll soon find out why. Um, American History X is uh, Paul Tierney from. Um, right. to be fair, what? Paltini. What about Paltini? Where's he from? I just, I, I, I just wanted just... to make an American History X joke because he's got the shame head. Fucking <laughs> Stephen Graham look like. How of this is he? He was getting serenaded by the cut, wasn't he, last week? Actually. Oh yeah, that was actually that was quite funny, and it was the kind of thing. Well, it was the math. Well, it was the math one to be fair, wasn't it? it was yeah, but like... that was the one thing you did. Like referees are gonna fuck up. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. He has previous. Like, like Matip is like, and his because Matip's reaction was so funny, but like it was like a shocking decision. But no, look here, I'm getting dragged into this fucking shite. Let's yeah. go back to anyway. We we tried to talk Blaine into Blaine has resisted our our overtures. <laughs> I do think it's a big game. I do think it's a big game. I think there's a lot to take from it if we win. But I don't think right now it will tell us a lot about our aspirations of winning the league. Fair. Which is, I think, fair enough. Fair, yeah. 
I mean, I don't see how it can't, but okay. <laughs> I, I'll I'll just let you think that it's fine. That's that's why you like Blaine's one thing is Blaine wants to see a good performance, even if we get diddled two one. Um, I I think I think the games after are more important. Really, you know what I mean? Well, obviously, because the games after are worth more points than this one game, but. Well, this is a no, six-pointer as well, though. That's what I mean. Yeah, right. That's what I've been saying. It's a six-pointer. It's massive. It, it's got massive implications on the rest of the season, whether it's us who win the league or whether it's Arsenal or whether it's I think, City. I, think it's, I, I, I think it's the vibes thing. Even if even if we're absolute shit and we pock the 1-0, like, I, I just think the just the vibes from that, because like, we've literally never beaten, we're saying this in midweek, we've never beaten Guardiola in the league away from home. Like, we've never done it. The last time was the 4-1 uh, in Pellegrini's last season and Klopp's first half season. Yeah. Uh, that, like, that's literally it. And, like, I don't even think how many, like, how many good performances have we even had uh, away from them? Like, obviously, the, the 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, we had the 1-1 one, one where um, he played all the forwards. Yeah. In the cold season. Was that our he played, early on? He played John Mane, Firmino, Salah in the COVID season. He scored a penalty early on, and then they get a. Oh yeah. I think well, Jesus scores, but they get like a dodgy penalty, and De Bruyne misses a few penalties against us. Uh, in that early. Time. That was that was early in the season. COVID. Well, wasn't COVID. COVID. Yeah, but it, it was early in the season. Yeah, and later that later that season they come to Anfield and win four one. It was around this time where people were saying it was a title decider, and then we finished third and clinged on to four. You know, top four. Not to say it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I'm what happened for, for that <clears> to happen. Boy. And now Captain was assaulted by. That was before that game, actually. We were talking a little, about a little orc. He didn't play in that game, actually. So <laughs> I'm still drunk. So, you know what I mean? Oh, well, Just then saying. it should be a fucking doddle, shouldn't it? <laughs> okay, now. Well, actually, what like what are the what are the best performances we've we've had there? The two two, I, well, two I actually, actually I, I was thinking, I think, which one? That one, the two two. No, the two one where we get beaten in twenty nineteen. Oh yeah, Jesus, Jesus Christ, yeah, fucking hell! I actually just remembered how well we played that night and didn't win. Uh, although they still well, yeah, because they got they that played well, but the goal before half time was kind of out of nothing, wasn't it? The game kind of swung every time a team scored. The game swung in in the other team's favour. But we have the company could have been sent off, and obviously the the ball cleared off the line. Um, I was going to say it wasn't because I because there was a Salah compilation on Twitter today of like all his actually insane moments against City, like not even just goals and assists, but like when he just like ran through them, played a great pass, and wasn't the Aguero goal before half time? Wasn't it a bit out of nothing? Like it's a, uh, it's a throwing, like, I think, in the far corner, and he um, well, and Lover just doesn't, yeah, doesn't get tight, but it's a, it's a ridiculous yeah. finish. Like, and uh, but I, I feel like they hadn't had loads of chances the way you know, we can all think of like the, the first half of the Champions League game, and yeah, like, yeah, uh, I agree. It, yeah, it wasn't that, but like, and then that was kind of the team close to the peak of its powers, and then um, and even the second goal comes a bit out of nothing, it's a, it's a counter attack. Yeah, it's a fantastic finish from Sane, but they fucked up the counter because Sterling had to come back and get the ball, but it actually helped them 
in terms of like space and running at us. And yeah, it's a stupidly good finish. I think he even takes a nick off Trent to win off the post. And whereas we scored the most beautifully crafted goal oh, what a goal. in a fucking club. And it's for nothing. Like it's Benteke at Old Trafford, you know, for, one for the archives. Like, you know. It was such yeah. a. It, I've never been gone into a game knowing we'll get beat more. Just because if we didn't get beat, it just seemed too easy. The rest so of what, the 10 season. Points, it, 10 points clear, wasn't it? Yeah. Fuck. I think, no, I think it was seven if we drew, but if we won, I think it was 10. I think that's yeah. what I think. Um, or we were 10 but, and they had a game. I think they had a game in hand, something like that. Why, that's why when they got beat off Newcastle, it felt so big because we had the chance to go back to that seven points yeah, again. That was Fernandino against the post, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Um, I, I was about to say the 2-2 in the last title race season we had with them, they were actually still the better team overall on the day, especially in the first half. That was, was, that was there in that both was, games, I think, that year. It was, yeah, yeah, at Anfield as well. Um, but in the... Because that was, that was the Foden-Milner game. But, uh, yeah. And we just had two moments out of Salah and Mane. But... Uh, yeah, like even the the two two was one of those games where the first half is just this fucking onslaught from them. Guardiola has been fucking drilling them with horse percent and tactic drills all week, and they just come out guns blazing. So it'll it'll be interesting because they are a different city team now, aren't they? Like they're actually so different now. They're with all the center halves and, and yeah. they've got a, a winger like Doku who he's not actually a threat in behind. I don't think he doesn't have that like he doesn't have like like the pace of uh, like a Sané or something like that but if you box a team in he's so good at taking it to the fullback and he can beat two men three men in tight spaces and he's like a nice foil for Haaland I think I think, so. you could, I think you could argue that Grealish though maybe has his best game in a city shirt against us last season because he rips us apart doesn't he uh, at the Etihad uh, we haven't yeah, talked about that game that. That, was, that, was, that was fucking grim wasn't it you said I just think for staff we don't do that bad John scores doesn't he yeah, Rodri uh, should be sent off for two uh, yellow cards, not to bring refs up again. But that, that could be your that could be your Gakpo argument to score. Although Gakpo hasn't shown as much of that as we'd like. Um, uh, I'm not not, the people. Not, I want the Nunes big chance missed after eight minutes, and just everyone's <laughs> like, oh, 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 you know what I mean? He gets the Gary Neville. Oh, well, didn't was it the cup game last season where he hooks two wide? Yeah, it was the cup game because I was right <laughs> fucking behind there. <laughs> front row view that day. Fuck's sake. Oh fucking my ass. But then he, but then he does like. He, is it is it Ake he burns? Uh, yeah. Who is it? He burns out on the or was it Laporte? No, he burns Laporte. Laporte can't get near him, and he squares it to Salah when Salah probably wasn't expecting him to pass what he did, and Salah just has to react and just like deflect it into the goal, but. And who won? Was it that game winner for that? Jeez, I forgot about that game. Yeah, he's played, he's played well against them a couple of times. He played well against them in the... Um, At Anfield. At Anfield. It's the best game I've ever seen in my life. He, he tries to chip the keeper and it doesn't move the ball. Like he's, he's, I've never seen anyone chip the keeper and the keeper just, like, just turn around and grab it, sort of thing. And then he nearly, he nearly plays he, it to Trent. He, he didn't pass to Carvalho. Carvalho was wide open going mad at him for not squaring it. Uh, but yeah, maybe he 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 might give them uh problems. So yeah, like it's great if he can start him and Diaz. I'm guessing, or yeah, so want... it'll probably be him for me. Diaz, yeah. Um, Again, I'm not thinking. Is, I think is, is, is Diaz 
is, is like what someone as physical as Walker, not just in terms of like speed, but like who'll actually get tight and try to manhandle a bit, a bit like Carvajal in the Champions League final. Is that like Diaz's worst kind of matchup, or do you fancy Diaz to like back Walker up into the box and then he's liable to make a stupid mistake? And he can pack him up, or he can play off him as well. I mean, I, I don't yeah. think Diaz is literally just a play in front of the kind of player. Well, he doesn't need to be. Um, he's he's shown enough this season that he can actually get in the box and score, can't I, he? So I just don't see the point in having anything in behind with Kyle Walker because he's just a fucking freak, isn't he? Like, no, I think he's a better sub Diaz than Jarvis, maybe. Um, if, we're chasing, if we're chasing the game and we need to back them up, that kind of thing. You could say you could say the same with Nunes, I guess, but and and Jota. I don't think Jota's a great sub myself. I don't think he's. Well, just to have someone in the box, maybe, but then it's maybe yeah. not going to be as easy to back them up. You're, you need to get the ball off them as well. So what, like, I think like Jota plays scores... really well last season against them. I mean, he kind of did like more of a four-four-two, didn't he, kind of last season? Um, he had Elliot wide right and Jota wide left on it. Uh, in the home game, anyway. And Salah kind of went through the middle, didn't he? Because he has them two identical chances: one where he misses, and then the one where he scores. Well, um, since, since Jota's got back to his. He's been doing a lot of just picking the ball up and running at people. Running, yeah, yeah, and like that—that that could be useful. Um, I don't I think I'm fine with any of our Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, I do want to see Nunes start. And it's also, between it, the midfield, where I'm ardent about what I want to see, but it depends what Jota you get as well, because you can have a Jota like he's been in great form, but you can have one game. Where nothing sticks. Spurs. Yeah, and he just he is a black hole. Yeah. And completely. He he he, he can like he's that Spurs bad. away, Chelsea away, like literally, yeah. literally literally the season Spurs away and Chelsea away. He's like he's had bad giveaways that have led to big moments. So, yeah, he's he's yeah. just a he's just a pressing trigger. Uh, that's all he is. Even he's a human pressing trigger. A bit like the the goal he scores against the like the two actions he has at the Etihad he scores the goal in the two two done it which is just a proper scrappy little jog goal and then he does amazing for the Salah goal last season I think he backs up one of the players and then just lays it off to Salah it's almost like a, a penalty the way he lays it off to Salah it's just a I was going to say I, I was thinking I was thinking of the goal he scores from like two yards out. Then, no, that's the two-two. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot the Salah goal. I need to actually look it up to him because I, I don't want to see the other ones. But uh... it's a really good goal. Like, he just he backs up the centre back and then just lays it off for Salah to come and run onto it and hits it in. He he's just a bit boom busted, uh, Jota, isn't he? Like whereas oh, yeah. you would um, you would prefer you prefer Diaz's work in the middle third, which is always my thing with Diaz. Is like yeah, he can hold the ball up against two or three men and lay it and give and go kind of thing, and he can he can get you up the pitch a lot more reliably. I don't think we've seen a lot of Diaz against City, have we, really? Yeah, through various different things. He just seems to... No. I think the uh, FA Cup semi final. FA Cup semi. And, and, and like, yeah. The FA Cup semi does have, like... Because Guardiola kind of threw the game a yeah. little bit by, yeah, like, yeah. starting Stefan and and all that, so... The yeah, 19 year old, eight years old. I think we all want Nunes, uh, but... Um, yeah, all, all the forwards have something to give. I suppose the, the reason you'd like Diaz and Nunez on the bench is they're maybe nice to bring off, but also maybe just like start them. And Gak Gakbo came on against Luton and had chances, didn't he? So yeah, that's it. 
But like he came off the bench against Luton had chances to be so why couldn't he do it against fucking City? You know. Uh if he could do that thing he did last season where he was turning lads in midfield and running at them, that could be seriously useful. But yeah, I think we're fine, aren't we? And then does anyone I know we said at the start, has anyone a trend is gonna start, so we just kinda of think so it's like we we know Blaine wants a Gomez over Simicast. How about you? Uh about you, Dave? Um it's yeah. I can see the logic, but that and it, it wasn't Gomez's fault. But that Luton game. Well that's a different really game. It's a completely bad. different game in terms of how like Luton just played dead in front of the ball. No, no, but really he, like he that. just didn't look yeah, but I don't think they were playing dead when he got the ball. I don't know. I think the idea of Simicast making a mistake would make me fall to my knees at the Etihad. It really would. It'd be like the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> I actually just hope he doesn't. <laughs> so I would really, it would make me it lament fell everything. To my knees. Just fell to my knees at the protein shop. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely don't think I could carry on the season if, if Simicast threw the game away for us. <laughs> I, 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 love, I love when Blaine. Whenever Blaine gets like pushed to the brink of like whatever it is he's dealing with at that time, whether it's like whether it's Caicedo threats are collapsing or <laughs> Simicast's hypothetical error at, at away at City, like it's just yeah. <laughs> it won't be my leave chat. I will leave chat here that because because we get angry and toxic, but Blaine it's like really melancholic and forlorn. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, I'll just be checking back in the chat. I'll just see Blaine has left. <laughs> Blaine has left chat. Josh calling for Simicast to be fucking tarred and feathered outside the Etihad. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to see Josh's reaction as the game goes on. He will, his head will be out. Actually, it's probably a game where Josh is like fine with everything that happens. Josh has games where like he's so mellow and like <laughs> he's so chill and. Like really thoughtful, yeah. and he has games like Luton where he's just gone. He was gone before the game. Well, <laughs> well he's got he couldn't make the episode tonight because he's got like important, uh, serious work stuff. So who knows what he's gonna be like on Saturday? <laughs> he, hasn't been, he hasn't been able to fucking vent. So like... yeah, no. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not. <laughs> I'll probably be that, watching the match. You will be the able to this, Dave. You're going to be following it some kind of way. It's going to be. I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll probably be following it through the chat. You're going to be on the smelly subway in Paris. Uh, you're going to need something to distract you from that. You're not. Uh, on, you're not in the plane at any point during the game. Are you? you will be just like in Paris. I'm assuming. No, I'm. I'm. Go- I'm going Friday morning. So, yeah. I'll, I'll All be, right. Okay. Yeah. I'll be in Paris. Yeah. What's what's yeah. the itinerary for that day, Dave? Give us a quick. For that day, um, I I actually don't really know. I think we're gonna knock around the Eiffel Tower, have a meal. I'm probably gonna propose to her, and then. Oh um... Jesus! Wait, does she know that? Uh, I think she has a bit of an idea. To be fair, <laughs> I was gonna say fucking spoilers. <laughs> Jesus, no. It's like, oh yeah, the episode's not ready until next week. <laughs> Well, it's the city preview next week. <laughs> I, I'm relying on her not listening to our degeneracy. To be fair, I, I imagine she probably won't make it this far anyway. If she decided to, uh, I don't think she would have made it past the spaghetti talk. To be fair, 
Dave had some scoop in his wannabe ITK days, but this might be the biggest one yet now. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Hey, I... um, speaking of Indicator exclusives, um, th- there was mention, and this is just a quick off topic before we go back and do the um, and do the, the predictions, but Luis Diaz's dad, fella. What? Why? What? What? Why did he have to start talking about Barcelona? Didn't they? I do. You know what I, I genuinely think it is. Do you know what I genuinely think it is? Because he, he, it's like uh, you know, your life flashes before your eyes, kind of thing. I think. I think. Unironically, I think it's like, ah, uh, like my son needs to fulfill his dream move of, I, I, you know, I need to see my son in a Barcelona shirt. You know, I, I actually, I genuinely think that's like what it is. Uh, I mean, I'm not that bothered if he goes. It's it's quite the I say it's the worst heel turn I've seen since fucking Steamboat Willie in Saving Private Ryan. Do you know? <laughs> it's just like, like it's like the you so universally happy for the guy. Did I say the Nazi very sympathetic figure? No, I didn't. Uh, but like you know, just someone complete sympathy, and it's like. Uh, okay, man. Thanks. We you know we're we're all rooting for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, you're not that bothered if he goes, are you, Luis Diaz? Um, Do you know uh, what? Well, I, if I, he goes to Barcelona, we won't be getting enough money for a start. Yeah, um, well, we'll, 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 They'll, they'll, they'll promise to double the interest on the Coutinho money as part of the deal, as part of the Diaz deal, do you know? Would you swap him for the lad at Napoli? Yeah, this is the debate we're having in the group chat, wasn't it? Just yeah, because of the three-year age gap, I think, I, I think I would because of the three-year age gap. And cause, now, maybe if I'd watched some of Diaz before he came to Liverpool, I might have thought the same. But, like, obviously, Syria is a little bit above uh, Superliga, but... I, I actually randomly ended up watching about half a dozen Napoli games with him first Kelly last season and he's actually fucking stunning. Like I was like, oh, where the man. fuck he looks he actually looks like the best player in the world on his day. Could on you imagine day, could you imagine like fifty or thousand scouts trying to pronounce that name though? Imagine George every week trying to pronounce his name. <laughs> what like, <God>. now? <laughs> Off comes <laughs> Wait, who pronounced him? I like that winger from Napoli. <laughs> yeah. George, the um, the old fellow who does all the announcing at Anfield. Um, I, I when, when foreign clubs come to Anfield, you can literally hear him like flipping through his program notes to get the pronunciation of the name. It's like coming off number forty. He had fucking. Ah. But there was a Anna. there was a video of him pronouncing it, and uh, the V is in, like like most fucking non English languages, the V is a W, so he just. Uh, Quicha, Quarch 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 Quarch
actually similar to Diaz, honestly. It was kind of like Diaz where he's, he, he actually is like kind of a creator first and can also score goals. And Osimhen was just like fucking XG fucking monster last season. Term. And, and like it was, it was a lot of it was they were like a two-man team. Like that's other players doing bits, but it, it really was like the two of them. But this season has actually flipped a bit and uh, Osimhen is not like getting as many chances, but uh Kelly has like doubled his he's only got three league goals, but in terms of like his chance getting uh in like eight, nine, ten games, he's like kind of doubled. So he could actually be leveling up as well. And I think if you're if you were signing him, he turns twenty four in January, I think so does Diaz, or like they're both they're like exactly three years different. Because even when we signed Diaz, I think he was like twenty five and it was kind of like yeah, you need to be ready to go. And he was and he was brilliant like for us. You know, he was such a he was such a boost at like that point of the season but um, yeah in short I would take a swap deal but I think he would end up costing a lot more than what Barcelona or anyone could offer us for Diaz so and this is all only because Luis Diaz's dad just started a rumour I don't know if there's any actual links it's just you know he's had a fucking come to Jesus moment and he wants to see his son not get paid his wages that's his lifelong dream so yeah because he also wants to live in Barcelona that was my kind of Maybe. Well, they need to run someone else into the ground. Of out of, the things, but they need to run someone else into the ground out of Gavi's on his ACL. So, why didn't go to Barcelona? I'm like, get this lad in. Signed by me. Sound. I'm happy. But in the meantime, we would love to see him against Manchester City. <laughs> business, and it's all part of business. You know what I mean? Just business, always. Um, so predictions or. Also, just 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 a quick one. It is Liverpool City related, by the way. So, um, Kieran Maguire. Has any did anybody follow him on Twitter? Uh, no, but I know the name. He's kind of one of the go-to guys when it comes to football finance. He has his own football. Podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Price of football, I think. Um, he has come out with a claim that Liverpool are the club leading the push to resolve Manchester City's financial fair play case by applying pressure on the Premier League to resolve the investigation. Liverpool ideally wants a verdict to be reached before the start of the 2024-25 season. Interesting. About um, that title talk, Blaine. <laughs> I know, that that's what extra, uh, extension talk I think I'm going to talk about there when they get relegated and then we go on a, a five-year spin of winning league. Well, well, do you know what I heard today? Uh, listening to... I'm not finished it, but it was the second captain's episode of this week, and they had an Everton fan on who's apparently quite into football finance and the rules. Apparently, because it was going to be a 12-point punishment for Everton, and it became 10. Apparently, 12 points is the maximum under the current guidelines, which, you is know, for this season, I, I would take a 12-point thing, but it's like, it's 115 charges. Like, surely it's like, we're talking strip titles and stuff I think like City's is completely different, though, because yeah. they've been, like, devious in hiding... Like, they've essentially masqueraded. Because that's what I learned as well, because Everton have been working with the Premier League all this yeah, time. Yeah, I think unwillingness to work with them as well goes in, factors into an actual charge in itself, I think. I, th- well, I, think, I think it's just like yeah. a completely different charge as well, because Everton weren't falsely claiming... They were, over, they were over budget and then well, yeah. budgeted incorrectly because they were... They were buying Onana for thirty million instead of like just selling players and making a a, a profit on the year. Essentially, yeah. Whereas City have just completely like fudged the system. 
Yeah, but that's also why they could get away with it, I think, because it's like yeah, that is yeah. yeah. Everton pled guilty and took a. It, it, I think the problem with Everton was just, it was a way harsher sentence in their respect. I think they've got like a three point deduction, especially because they look like they're going to stay up anyway this season. If it's three point deduction, I think obviously Everton fans are still going to be unhappy because it's their shit show owners and all that. But you might thought, ah, yeah, okay, like you know, we we ran over, we ran twenty million over the the hundred million cap or whatever it was, you know, three point deduction. Yeah, we accept that. I think we just, and I think they're probably, I don't know if they can appeal it, but it's just 10 was mad. But it was like, all right, so our city getting uh, 1,150 <laughs> you know, it was like, but the, but the fact that they're fighting it, my point was that like everything played guilty, you know, they like, they took a plea deal and now they're going to try and appeal the sentence. Well, yeah. Whereas yeah. city are going to, they're going to filibuster, they're going to have their best lawyers in the world, you know, they're going to, they're gonna like, yeah. It's gonna get. I, I could see that. I could see they make it like tough on the like. Who do the Premier League have backing them? They might just do a mad fucking punishment, and then you can see like sport of arb- court of sport arbitration and all that shit. Like you know, but well, the, the, I think the Premier League have to come out as the winners in, in whatever way it is. They can't come out as the losers. I don't think. Yeah, that's why I think they could go scorched earth with City, like either strip that's title I mean, or relegation. Yeah. And then City will get it postponed. Like, it'll go, like, fucking, like, European Supreme Court and all this shit. Like, you know. But actually, no, it won't be anymore because he's not in the EU. I think it, Supreme Court. I think this only helps the Premier League long term because if they give Everton a 10-point deduction, then every everyone's going to turn around and say, well, City has to be. But isn't, isn't, that, what, isn't that why I got excited about the Everton verdict? Because I was like, this is just precedent set. But then I heard that thing today that 12 points is the maximum, but I don't know if it's the same. Like, it's yeah, but, a different frame, different charges. Well, even like Everton's statement included, like, um, we will also be keenly uh, looking at other investigations yeah, ongoing. Yeah. So that, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, is why I think I it's only going to put more people in the corner of the, of the Premier League in the end. But that's why it's like what they call in law, it's like a test case uh, when there's like new legislation. And there's like the first serious test of the legislation and the courts have to interpret it. And they're like, okay, so you've done this with and under this new law, this happens. So that's why I suppose if I'm getting if I'm getting like obscenely excited for a city fucking liquidation, it's that they're like, This if you do this, you get ten points. And now if you do what City did, here's what happens. And I think Chelsea is probably even worse because like Chelsea's is just like cartoon fucking shit in such a short space of time. Like, if anything, they should be getting done for their Abramovich era stuff, but they're not, and they've got two stupid European Cups because of it. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's... It, it, it. I don't know if you got that vibe, or if it's just me wishful thinking. It felt like them setting a the precedent for, you know, Everton are getting this, and now watch what you're going to get. But I have no idea how it's actually going to play out in reality. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, the Everton one took a while, didn't it, to be fair? I mean, even though it was at one charge, it was it was talked about early. Was there the last year we talked about this sort of stuff? Um, well, maybe that's the point that they've come down hard and everything they're then going to be able to get it appealed down to like six points or something. But that, and then that, that, that lets the Premier League drop <clears throat> the hammer on City and then City appeal it to God knows what. But they have to they have to show their teeth on the Premier League because the whole point is to avoid an, an independent regulator getting put in. So they're having to bear their teeth on it. But who knows? I feel like Everton's issue with well, Everton fans' problem is they're trying to claim it's like trying to keep the rich rich. 
And in essence, I, I can see how that can be perceived, but it's also, it's also trying to prevent teams like Portsmouth. Leeds. Leeds. Yeah, but it, is, it is more that than the, the other. Because, because Everton went to the league and said, we're in trouble. Um, and then essentially didn't heed the advice or didn't say they were going to do what they were going to do and carried on in the whole... They bought Onana for £30 million, you know. Exactly, when they're supposed yeah. to be tidy enough, so... And obviously you have COVID and stuff like that in there, but I think they would have thought, well, that, we'll, we'll kind of probably just get a slap on the wrist for this in the end. Well, that's um, what they tried to claim everything off on. They, they tried to claim it all as COVID losses, but... They, and they're, they thought they were only £10 million over because of the suspended £42 million terminated contract midfielder that they had. Uh, I, I can understand the point there if he had his licence revoked in fairness. I, I can I can kind of understand that point. But Wait, did he have a football licence revoked? Apparently so. That's what Everton's claim was. Right. Okay. Yeah. Or I literally, they, couldn't play football. Like they, because that's why they were pleading guilty. But they thought they were only ten million over. But like they were still over. But like, we won't know until the, the books come out for the previous year. But like, yeah, the, the, as you said, Blaine, they went there and said we're in trouble, and they kind of pled guilty. And they were kind of shocked by the severity. But like, maybe that's just that's the because like authorities do it all the time where they they want to be seen to drop the hammer and then they'll fucking they'll not roll back but. They'll make you go to the appeals as well. You know, they'll they'll give you the shock of the, the harsh sentence and then you can get the appeal. So like hopefully we're gonna see that with other ones. But FFP, I I I I think there's everything like FFP is definitely crazy. I used to think about it. Like it is just like unless you run your club extremely well, which I guess they're trying to do, but like realistically, the rich will stay the rich. You know, do you remember when FFP first came in and United were like forever, like it must have been the the two thousands and the early twenty tens, like United were just like so clear as like the highest earning club in the world, especially in, in the English league. Like their revenue was just unmatchable because they were so like commercially developed since the nineties and like that was like FSG's thing, big big thing was to get liberal to catch up, but like it, it did keep teams in place, but um, no, I mean it's a bit different now with the league and just in terms of the general wealth of kind of everyone in the league in terms of your, yeah, your West Ham. You can you can just absolutely raid other leagues. You know, you can take Champions League team places and look look at West Ham. Like West Ham are yeah, obviously because yeah. West Ham got a free stadium, but like if you ever look at like West Ham's transfers, like they're just like signing forty million players, forty million pound players from Ajax. Obviously Ajax are in the shit, but like how like how weird is that? And they're just like bottom half, like you know, it's like it's proper super league already. So it's not just right, that. It's, fine. it's just it the the rich are rich and nothing's gonna change that. Unfortunately, um, but what it's kind of stopping is again, well, again, like a Portsmouth situation where okay, you can for every Mashiri. I mean, look, but Mashiri would have actually done it because Mashiri was getting under, was getting funded by Osmanov. Well, so the arms completely well. fell out of it. So that literally would have happened to Everton where if you you, you had to yeah, yeah. carry on spending and spending and spending. And it would have got to the point where Everton then had a wage bill that they just couldn't, couldn't. Or if if, if Everton's if if like Usmanov's if Usmanov wasn't Russian linked, if he was uh, Middle Eastern, you know, if his money was coming from the Middle East, uh, the Irish wouldn't have fallen out of it, you know. No, it wouldn't. But that, that's what I'm saying, though. It, the the possibility of that happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's, he's the, the first. He's he's the first big owner to like walk away like that. Like I, I guess it kind of happened with Portsmouth, but. 
that's like that's almost another era, isn't it? It's like another century of like of how different football finance has changed since then. Yeah, but you look at Charlton. There's there's other clubs. They've gone down. I mean, they could have realistically gone down in the last couple of seasons while building a new stadium and having all this ongoing. Um, And then you'd be looking at it and saying, well, why has someone not got in there and essentially stopped it? It's because they've been horribly run. Well, I mean, you you, you can't... I understand why people say, like, you're keeping the rich rich, but at the same time, more it's better than not. You don't have any. Yeah, that's what it's, I mean. It's, yeah. it's better than not having the fucking club. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, what would you rather have? Three, four massive clubs go bust, or you might get your lottery set at one day. And that's what that's all it is. If if it was the other way, what you're talking about is, is right. We need an oligarch to take us over, or someone from the Middle East to take us over, and I'll stay. And that's and it. That doesn't make that's it fair, it. by the way. No, it doesn't. It just means it'll be a. a if you're one of them clubs, so it'd be Newcastle, Chelsea, City, maybe United and Liverpool could potentially keep up. United probably more so, and that'd be a new big four. And then you get someone who take over someone else. They join it. It'd just be the same. It'd still be the same standard as you got now. It'd just be different clubs. Exactly. But it doesn't help your Southamptons or your or your West Ham's in any way. Is is there a reason? Just quickly, like that you guys have heard, maybe because you you hear a bit more UK media. Is the reason why? This government of all governments, a conservative government, why they're pushing for independent regulation? Because you think, like, what, like, wasn't the Newcastle deal essentially waved through by like Boris Johnson himself when he was prime minister? And like, you, you think if anyone, if ever there was a UK government that would like approve of the of like of just the status quo in in English football, where it is just like free for all, ultra hyper capitalism, you know, free market, the richest will get richer and. You know, and it's like no one has more money than the oil states we've seen join. Why? Why are the UK government like like if it had been a Labour government who were like, oh, we want an independent regulator to protect our clubs, or or for whatever reason, I don't know why they're calling for an independent regulator. Is there any actual? Do you guys, there's any reason you guys know why they're pushing for that? Like, because I feel like there has to be some other ulterior motive. It surely can't be that they're like, oh, capitalism is bad. Actually, like, what what what's what's actually driven that? Like, and in turn led to this kind of Premier League bearing their teeth. I mean, I'm not. Too educated on it, but from a from a common sense kind of perspective, football fans are the same people that will come to Anfield every single year and sing "Feed the Scousers" and stuff along those lines. Like, there's a load of football fans across the country who will believe in socialist. It, it's kind of like the NFL, isn't it? It's like in America, the fucking capitalist you know, the place that is capitalist essentially within the world is America, but their sports are so socialist and it that is healthy. Because they make money, but that's because it's a closed cartel. Because it is. The owners, yeah. the, the owners of NFL teams are fucking printing money, whereas football and the Premier League is actually like a black hole. And that's why it's gotten to the state it has where it's only literal oil states are going to make their teams competitive in the long run because it's who can afford to lose the most, whereas like, because the US has that closed system, it's like, okay, now that it's closed and we're all making money, now within that, let's find a way to make it competitive, whereas there's no such, you know, there, there isn't that security for the uh, money makers. Do you know what I mean? It kind of is in the Premier League, though, do you not think for 
you, you talk. Well, Todd Bowley thinks so. He he seems to think that there's a way to make money, and his I idea think... of how he can make money is by first lighting a billion pounds on fire, and then you seeing know, what happens next. There's a reason that so many Americans are keeping hold of slash buy in these clubs. They must be seeing they be something wrong, online. They might I, be I, wrong, but I I yeah, think it's the two they don't know too powerful position. They don't know I think they're in a powerful position, though. Do you not think? Yeah, but if you think about it, a first year, what are they got 10 times their investments? Just purely because, because they got it, evaluation of the club. That, that's that's Bowley's hypothesis, is that... Uh, but the, I think the, it'll the, keep, do you not think it'll keep growing? No, well, they've stopped already, though. Um, th- that was his That was his whole thing, is that the TV rights are set to keep growing. But I think I was reading recently, um, I think the Premier League have, like, They've gone up again, but not at the same rate. Like they are starting to, whether it's the bubble or whatever. But like the 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 growth rate has started to slow. No, I, th- so I, th- like, I think I think it'll still grow. I, I think, have you, have I you think seen the grow. NBA and NFL um, TV rights? Like it's absurd. Like it it can still grow. And there's no, there's no yeah, no. I think the fact that the biggest sport, yeah, the, the potential probably does feel unlimited, but like. Yeah, I like it, it. At the same time, you're like, oh yeah, well they're they're smart and they know what they're doing. Like FSG got in so early that they're if and when they do sell, they're laughing. But yeah, at the same time, like <laughs> like uh, massive companies get taken over by venture capitalists all the time, and then just end up going fucking bust, even though they've got a good pro- like 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 you know like like markets crash and things like that happen all the time as well. So it, it could be like that they're massively wrong and. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, that'll be interesting, but we're we're getting real big picture in this stuff, aren't we? Uh, oh, well, in, in terms of your original question about the Tory government, I, I, I just think it's an easy win for them. In, in, yeah, in all honesty. maybe. That, that, that's all I think it is. I, I don't think... The City fans to get them voted back in, so that must be it, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, all the, all the EFL lads, lads, lads kind of fucking mentality... Yeah, it kind of leans itself to the kind of Tory doctrine, certainly when it comes to like societal things anyway, never not necessarily financial or all that kind of libertarian nonsense. Um yeah, I I, I can kind of see that aligning with the Tories. But um anyway, do you want to get to um score predictions? Has that given has that given Dave enough time to come up with a prediction <laughs> <laughs> so am I going first this week? I'll yeah, go, if you want to take five, go for it. I'll this go is one you can actually take Nunez. your time with. Oh yeah, of course, of course, he jumps straight to it. Two one Nunes. Explain <laughs> well, how much we lose him by. Who's next? Come on. You want me to go next? Yeah, go on. Uh, Liverpool will win the game by three goals to one. Uh, and Salah will score first. Since when? Cause I, I thought I was going to be optimistic one. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought I was, I was going to predict a 2-2 and I was going to be optimistic one. If I remember right, Dave, you predicted in our very first episode, you predicted a lot. Yeah. I think you might have even called it a 2-1. I think on myself. I, I, think, I think we were like six episodes in before Dave actually predicted us to win a game in the season when we got 19, in the season when we got 98 points I think I was uh, just trying to cry then to be fair you've never you've never let up until now 
Um, um, you're, 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 even, you're, even, you're even crying in the engagement earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually do think Sam's going to beat me on fancy this weekend, by the way. Oh, can we give start giving Sam press on that fantasy? I was abused midweek for my um, team in fantasy. Out of the blue. Hang on, you Thank got bladdered over the weekend and randomly put a gif in the chat as well. <laughs> <laughs> if Sam yeah. somehow ever hears this, yeah. Uh, well, the optimism. Um. Yeah, I'd be Mr. Bottom Red Someone I'd say, am I had two two um I can't stop thinking Sabozla is going to score. Whether he scores first or not, but did you see his goal? Right. Uh, yeah, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Yeah, not to watch him stink the fucking gaff out. It's it was a nice. It's uh, on Sky Sports <laughs> as well. Weirdly, it's on it's on Sky Sports, even though it's a uh, twelve thirty. Yeah. Oh, it's supposed to be the I'm, five, wasn't it? I'm back in it. I'm back in Sabozla. Assuming he doesn't play too late in the midweek, uh, I'm back in him to have like. Well, what a game to but yeah, have like a little a little breakout game where like every commentator has had a chance to like kind of salivate over him, and oh, I think now it's going to be the turn of Neville and Carragher. Poetry on him, my God, bore off. Peter Jerry and Hunt. worst commentator in the world, by the way. I, I'm the more yeah. I hear of him, the worse he gets. Everyone, <laughs> everyone now, Blaine. Do you remember because me and Blaine are like Martin Tyler ultras. And and we've always said, yeah, he's the best. And Drury is like, you just get him in high, like you you, you couldn't be putting up without a full game. And now everybody's kind of come round to our way of seeing things. Blame. Uh, so he's for ninety minutes, he's unbearable, isn't he? What was what was what was the new days one at Newcastle? The live bird source. Oh, oh that that was, yeah. Man. Just scream that, his that name. Was bad. Just scream his name. Well, he because he, he had a great bit of impromptu commentary before that because he went. Wow, that's crazy, you know, because it was like a fucking like that was just off the cuff, and that was good. And then his instinct kicked in to chat absolute unfiltered fucking shite. So, um, yeah, that'll be you watching it in the pub lane or what are you doing? No, I'd, I very rarely watch it in the pub to be fair. I, that was that Newcastle game was a one off. I always watch it at home. Um, but if I'm being honest with the predictions, I do. What, you oh, hang on. No, he's, he's lost protein. His protein is dwindling. His health bar has gone down. Oh, did I cut out there? Did I cut out there? <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're going to say about uh, you rarely watch it at home. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or I rarely watch it in the pub. pub. Yeah, yeah. I normally watch it at home. I'll be watching it at home. But I do think we will get beaten, I'm being honest. <laughs> I knew it. I knew that wasn't a real prediction. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 uh, but this is, I mean, I'm, I'm quite calm and, and collectively going into it. It's not that I think we'll get battered or anything. I just, when we go to the SDR, I just kind of always expected to get beat. It's a bit like when we used to go to Old Trafford. No matter how confident I was either way, I just kind of expect that. But um, so, so, so Blaine is stage four cancer diagnosis. Um, you just kind of accepted <laughs> no, it. No, I'm, I'm quite positive going in. If you, I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy and positive, and I expect us to play well. But I just think they're very good, and we'll get beat. 
that's more like a blame. That's that's the kind of truth telling we. I'm not we saying. I'm not saying. I'm not crying it in. Not crying it in. I just just how I feel. You've been kind of crying the season, and though. Let's see. When? Or, what, know, what, what point? What point? Or no? You, do you know? Yeah, you actually. Well, it's hard to know. So I think I'm just trying to talk you out of it. But I'm just not I, a believer, Shane. Not a believer. And and Dave Dave is only predicting the win because he doesn't have to watch it as well. So he's kind of I'm, he's, I'm he's, predicting he's the win because I don't know. I do have a bit of a feeling, but I'm quite looking forward to it. Even be honest, I'm at some of the scale I'm on. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not dreading it. No. I don't think I'm dreading change. the game more than I'm dreading getting down on one fucking knee. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm not even watching it. <laughs> I'm not dreading it at all. I'm quite looking forward to it. It's a good test to see where we're at. Uh, on that note, do, anyway. Are you, are, are you doing it under the Eiffel Tower, Dave? No. Down the, uh, down the banks of the sands, you know what I mean? No. Oh, Here we go. Don't do it up on the Arc de Triomphe, because you'll be fucked by the time you get up there. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I am I am going to get, like, a view, but I'm going to the um, the big fucking stupid building <laughs> that's got a nice lift, so. Uh, okay, yeah, and, and when you're over there, don't forget to order the escargot, that's like French chicken nuggets. All right, okay. Yeah, that is very good, the escargot, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, thanks, thanks for the recommendation, guys, I really, really appreciate that. Yeah, best of um, luck. Well, yeah, on that, on that note, um, we should be back next week. Um, I'll be back Tuesday, Wednesday anyway so yeah we should be able to record Um, and I may potentially have a feeling saying the Reds might be top of the league so uh, before oh. we go can I ask one question can I ask one question before we go go on uh, it is football related as well if we win do you think we'll win the league no Shane um, I mean, I was tweeting it's on when I saw Jones was announced as fifth. So, uh, I I think if we win, we're going to be in a title race come April. And no, 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 no. I didn't. Sadly, didn't ask that question. Um, that's a different answer to a different question. I said, if we win, will we win the league? Um. Yeah, why not? There we go. I think I I think it might cause enough of a pet meltdown to because they still have to go Club World Cup and other shit. So uh, oh, do, yeah, but we still have Afcon. So someone has yeah, to only... say it, lads. Like, you know, someone has to say it. I thought Dave would because Dave would big it up as the game of the century before. And now he's he's, he's back down to, to no. It's mate. a massive. It's a massive fucking game. He's back no... down. He's back down to me now when the pressure were on. You know what I mean. <laughs> He got out of the kitchen, didn't he? <laughs> um, right. Anyway, um, we will be back next week. And yeah, hopefully we'll be in a nice little um, hushy position atop the league and we can ring some title talk out of play. So um, yeah, see you then.